Gentlemen, I just can't get away from the computer today. I mean, just when I thought I was going to take the night off and have a peaceful evening, we just keep getting this earth-shattering news. And uh, so, I had to set up another... This is my second live stream today. (laughs) We have two major events happening at the same time. We just had Matt Taibbi take to Twitter and announce um, some major discoveries regarding corruption within um, Twitter and... Twitter, uh, I guess we could call it Twitter Files Dump Part 2, okay? So, we also we, we also have the Trump Organization being found guilty on 17 counts of tax fraud. So, we're going to try our best to cover both of those things in one live stream. But first, let's hear from the sponsor of this show, Gold Co. Guys, listen, the last time the economy looked like this, the stock market tanked 50%, the U.S. dollar lost 46% of its value, and the price of oil quadrupled. Yet, while the U.S. economy collapsed and inflation ran through the roof, the price of gold shot up 1,300%, and silver rocketed over 2,400%. So if history repeats itself, we could see it happen again. Can you afford to miss what could be the biggest gold and silver boom of our generation? That's why I want you to visit nicklovesgold.com, because when you do, you'll not only get the chance to protect your retirement savings with gold and silver, you could get up to $10,000 in free silver just for doing it. This is a rare opportunity, so don't miss what could be your best opportunity to protect your retirement savings. Visit nicklovesgold.com. That's nicklovesgold.com. Okay, so let's not waste any time. Let's jump right into this, and let's go to Matt Taibbi's latest Twitter thread. Not that one. That's the old one. Okay, so here it is. This is uh, Matt Taibbi talking about what they, they, they were attempting to dump Twitter files part two, and they discovered something very, very interesting. So, thread Twitter files supplemental. On Friday, the first installment of the Twitter files was published here. We, <clears throat> we expected to publish more over the weekend, and many wondered why there was a delay, especially me. I mean, I keep refreshing the Twitter feed over and over and over because uh, we were told that there was going to be twitter files part two and it just never came and the first it was interesting because the first twitter files was supposed to come at like 5 p.m eastern standard time and didn't drop until like 6 30 which i thought was weird because elon musk is the richest man in the world okay and so here we have a billionaire who is you know the head of multiple billion dollar companies and he's late (laughs) that just didn't make any sense to me so i thought that maybe um you know, Elon Musk got a couple of phone calls from the deep state, and they were trying to shut it down on Twitter Files Dump 1. Now, Twitter Files Dump 2 is like days late, and it's it was it's really concerning. I thought I started to think for a second, maybe they just backed off of it completely uh, with, with all the, the threats, the complete and total meltdown. You know, all of a sudden there's an investigation into Neuralink, but uh, it appears that the reason for the delay is because Twitter Deputy General Counsel and former FBI General Counsel Jim Baker has been fired. Among the reasons, vetting the first batch of Twitter files without knowledge of new management. Okay, so this is total vindication for me. So when when Twitter files part one came out, I was like, this this feels like a cover-up. This feels like a whitewash of what actually happened. You know, and I've talked about that multiple times. I was like, yes, this is freaking awesome that everybody's finally seeing that Twitter is completely corrupt and that there was a coordinated effort to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story, which 
essentially manipulated the results of the, the 2020 election. But at the same time, I thought that the Twitter files dump downplayed the involvement of the FBI. Because we knew, I mean, Yoel Roth, Twitter's former head of safety and integrity, publicly declared prior to the Twitter files dump to the FEC that they censored the Hunter laptop at the guidance of the FBI. And Matt Taibbi in Dump 1 said that although there was general warnings over the summer, there was no like specific involvement from the government from based on what he had seen. And I was like, okay, one of two things is happening here. Either Matt Taibbi is covering for, for the FBI or uh, somehow he's not getting all of the right information. I just found it hard to believe. But now it makes total sense. Um, so <laughs> so there, there was actually two. We actually know for a fact that the FBI was heavily involved. One, because of what Yo Roth told the FEC, but also because the FBI supervisory director, Elvis Chan, recently said in a sworn statement that he was actually responsible for setting up weekly meetings with Twitter. Um, and the Twitter employees were advised about a specific hack and leak operation involving Hunter Biden just before the story came out. So we, we, we know for a fact that the FBI was heavily involved in the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story. Okay, now, now after Twitter files dump one, my immediate conclusion was that Matt Taibbi being a Rolling Stone um, author with, with you know a hatred for Trump, I started to think maybe it was because of him. But that's not the case. This is because frickin' uh, former FBI general counsel, Jim Baker, who left the FBI in 2018 and then went to work for Twitter in 2020, he had his hands all over this thing. Okay? So, as Matt Taibbi said, Jim Baker was fired... Be- um, among other reasons, for vetting the first batch of Twitter files without knowledge of new management. Which which means, what he's trying to say here is that Jim Baker was basically the one uh, that was... <clears throat> so Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss were the, were the two journalists that were receiving the files to, to be released to the public, right? But before they got to Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss, Jim Baker had them and was vetting them and most likely deleting the evidence that would incriminate the FBI. And Matt Taibbi in this in this Twitter thread or uh, this tweet right here is saying without knowledge of new management, which means Elon Musk did not know that this was happening. Which is very strange and hard to believe. I don't I don't know how this got by Elon Musk, but this is what Matt Taibbi is saying. So um I'm just going to continue and finish this thread. Matt Taibbi goes on to say, the process for producing the Twitter files involved delivery to two journalists, Barry Weiss and me, via a lawyer close to new management. However, after the initial batch, things became complicated. Over the weekend, while we both dealt with obstacles to new searches, it was Barry Weiss who discovered that the person in charge of releasing the files was someone named Jim. When we called to ask Jim's last name, the answer came back, Jim Baker. My jaw hit the floor, says Weiss. The first batch of files, 
both reporters received was marked Spectra Baker emails. Matt, uh, Matt Taibbi goes on to say, Baker is a controver- controversial figure. He has been something of a Z-Lig. <laughs> I've never seen that word before. What's a Z-Lig? Uh, somebody tell me in the chat what a Z-Lig is. But anyways, he said, he has been something of a Z-Lig of FBI controversies dating back to 2016 from the Steele dossier to the alpha server mess. He resigned in 2018 after an investigation into leaks to the press. Okay. Now, there's actually um, an article uh, which goes into this a little bit further in a little bit more detail. And this was published on December 4th. So, um, as thousands of Twitter documents are released on the company's infamous censorship program, much has been confirmed about the use of back channels by Biden and Democratic officials to silence critics on the social media platform. However, one familiar name immediately popped out in the first batch of documents released through journalist Matt Taibbi, James Baker. For many, James Baker is fast becoming the Kevin Bacon of the Russian collusion scandals. Baker has been featured repeatedly in the Russian investigations launched by the Justice Department, including the hoax involving the Russian Alpha Bank, when Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman wanted to plant the bizarre false claim of a secret communications channel between the Trump campaign and the Kremlin, Baker was his go-to speed dial contact. Baker would later testify at Sussman's trial. Baker's name also appeared prominently in controversies related to the other Russian-related FBI allegations against Trump. He was effectively forced out due to his role and reportedly found himself under criminal investigation. He became a defender of the Russian investigations despite findings of biased and even criminal conduct. So let's get this straight. This guy, Jim Baker, who was heavily involved in the Russia collusion um, hoax, this guy was was basically caught uh, leaking things to the press, engaging in criminal activity, okay? And he actually, I mean, we know how corrupt the damn FBI is. Imagine how bad you have to be to actually, like, be forced out of the FBI. That's you got to be pretty damn bad. Okay, that happened in 2018. So this guy's got a criminal track record. Uh, his corruption is well-known, well-documented. But somehow he got a job as the general counsel, meaning their head attorney, for Twitter in June of 2020. Which, by the way, is just a few months before the Hunter Biden laptop came out. So effectively, the, the FBI had an insider in Twitter like a, you know, th- th- this entire time. And so, um, this, this guy was, uh, this guy was not only behind rigging the 2016 election, well, attempting to rig the 2016 election and set up Trump, but he was also part of rigging the 2020 election. As Matt Taibbi documented in his first, uh, Twitter dump, let's call it a Twitter dump. Okay. You know, the entire decision to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story was mainly between uh, Vijay J. Gad. How do you say her stupid name? I call her, I you know, some people might not like this, but I, I've been calling her Vijay J., you know, or saying, you know, the girl whose name sounds like vagina. Because it does. Okay, and if that offends you, I'm sorry. But, guys, we live in a third world country. If you're worried about my language, uh, 
come on, we got bigger fish to fry here. Anyways, but JJ Gad <laughs> played a key role, right? She's the one who came up with, you know, we need to we need to uh, suppress the Hunter Biden laptop under our hacked material policy. She was the figurehead that spearheaded that decision. Okay, and then you know we saw these internal communications within Twitter where people were saying, hey. This isn't true. We have no evidence to support the fact that it was hacked. Uh, and, and you know, can so former VP of Global Comms Brandon Borman asked, can we truthfully claim that this is part of the policy? Like, people were actually calling her out. Okay, like, can, can, we, can we do this? I mean, because, I mean, we're knowingly lying, right? But that's where <clears throat> uh, Baker stepped in. Okay. As people within Twitter started questioning, can we truthfully claim that the Hunter Biden laptop was was hacked and censor it on that basis? And that's when Deputy General Counsel Jim Baker stepped in and said, we need to stay the course because caution is warranted. So, so look, this guy was part of the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story. Okay, and so... Now, he's behind the scenes trying to control the burn as uh, as Twitter is releasing the Twitter files. <laughs> I, I mean, th- th- this is pretty crazy stuff. And Elon Musk, upon learning this, has fired Jim Baker. Now, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say this right now because because this is this is too this is stranger than fiction here. How the hell? I have to believe that Elon Musk set a trap. I mean, it just it just baffles me that so so Elon fired like seventy five percent of the Twitter employees, but somehow Jim Baker remained as Twitter's general counsel, and somehow got his hands on the Twitter files that Elon was was planning to release to the public. That just doesn't make any sense. I don't buy this. You know this thing Matt Matt Taibbi said, which is that the new management wasn't aware. I have a hard time believing that. I think that reason just—I mean, it, it's my my spidey senses are tingling. I feel like this was a trap set by Elon. Um, and I think that I think that <laughs> I, let's just say I hope I hope that we have caught them uh you know caught james baker jim baker deleting stuff you know i hope that we have copies of the before and after you know what did he delete what did he get rid of i hope that we know that but the fact that this is coming out it's such a relief to me because i was starting to get sketched out i was starting to feel a little skeptical that this was a a, a cover-up you know i was like um I started to come up with all these wild theories that, oh man, Elon Musk is the government's biggest, you know, contractor. He's 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 his money is deeply embedded with the government, and maybe he's maybe he's covering for him. <laughs> you know, I went to that I went to that extreme, and I, you guys know I go back and forth with this guy over and over and over. I just can't help myself. I can't pin down Elon Musk. You know, maybe it just throws me off a little bit that 
he's an actual centrist, you know, because in today's world, everything is so polarized. You're either on the left or you're on the right. I mean, for somebody to be centrist, (laughs) it just throws you off because sometimes they say things that you like. Sometimes they do things that you like, and sometimes they don't. And I've gotten so conditioned to thinking anytime somebody says something I don't like, um, they must be on the other side, you know, and that's a mistake on my part. That's a mistake on my part. But, um, you know, everybody's, everybody has their flaws. And I just think that there's been so many times when people who are supposed to be on our side, talk a good game and give the appearance that they're doing the right thing. But then they pull the rug out from under you or, you know, they were stabbing you in the back when you weren't looking. And so we always got, I, I, I think it's healthy to remain skeptical with people like this. <laughs> Big Pete 44 says you're either normal or Democrat. <laughs> it has gotten that bad, man. Like I can't, I can't hardly maintain relationships with people in, in with my friends and family, man. If I know that they voted for Joe Biden. People I love, man, it's just hard. Okay, so here's the thing. We're supposed to be getting more Twitter files in the near future. And I'm not sure when, um, but in the meantime, let's talk a little bit about this uh, Trump organization being found guilty on 17 counts of tax fraud. Okay, while we wait for the next Twitter files dump, Let's talk about that because that's the other big news. And I find it I find it a little interesting that these two stories are happening simultaneously. <laughs> um, everybody's now paying attention to the Twitter files, and you know the media is probably seething right now. They're they're like, "You took the wind from our sails. This was supposed to be a big night for us." I actually watched what was I think it was MSNBC reporter when they were waiting for the verdict, and it came it came back guilty. Oh my god, they had they had this devilish little laugh. They were literally creaming in their pants. You know, sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to be graphic, but they literally the the little evil maniacal chuckle that they let, that they couldn't help but let out at the the sound of Trump and guilty together in the same sentence, it was sickening. These people they literally I I mean Let's just be honest here. I, I'm, I'm going to say this This is total BS, first of all. Trump himself has not been prosecuted. Um, this is the Trump organization. He has not been named in this uh, investigation, in this prosecution whatsoever. However, these people that have been after him for six years straight and have come up empty-handed every single time from impeachment hoax one to impeachment hoax two to Russia, 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 all, all the Mar-a-Lago, all this stuff. They've come up empty-handed, but finally, I got to give them credit because they finally got the word Trump and guilty together in the same sentence, and now you'll never stop hearing about it. So, but the the whole thing is bullshit. Anybody with half of a brain can see right through this. I mean, first of all, this was in Manhattan. The district attorney uh, and and, uh, attorney general Letitia James, what's her name, Peekaboo James, have had a boner for Trump for for years. 
Uh, Letitia James' entire campaign was about getting Trump, despite the fact that crime is rampant in the state of New York. That's not important to these people. The real issues aren't important to these people. What's important to these people is spending over $22 million on a three-year investigation into, into Trump, uh, which, which yielded a few hundred thousand dollars for the IRS. Wow. Great job. Great job. Um, so let, let me, I don't know if you guys have been following this. Let me just give you the brief overview of what happened here. So this, this is actually, so the chief financial officer for Trump organization was actually previously found, uh, well, he, he, he pled guilty to 15 counts of tax fraud. And he tried to say it was just me. Like, you know, the Trump organization had nothing to do with it. It was just me. But, of course, this is about getting Trump, and they weren't they weren't going for that. So, Alan Weisselberg um, is his name, the chief financial officer. And <clears throat> what they... Cl- uh, so, so, now we have the Trump organization found guilty on 17 counts of tax fraud. And here's... Here's the crimes that they allege were committed. Basically, fringe benefits. You know, they're saying that the the top executives in the Trump organization, they were they were said to have uh, been paying for cars and luxury apartments and their their kids' college tuitions and stuff like that, other expenses with the company's money without reporting it and uh, without paying taxes on that money. And they claim that they falsified documents in order to cover this up. Okay? So, you have, basically, you have Alan Weisselberg and other company executives that were doing stuff like this, allegedly, allegedly. And you, so so you blame it all on your boss. I mean, you fail to claim it in your own taxes, and therefore, Trump is a tax cheat. Tell me how that makes sense. Trump has not been prosecuted again. Trump has not been named in this whatsoever. But this uh, this is all about the headlines. Of course it's all about the headlines. That's the only thing that matters. Um, this isn't going to stop Trump. Trump organization consists of like 300 plus businesses. And they're looking um, for, I think they have to pay $1.6 million in 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 damages or something like that. Big whoop. That's a drop in the bucket. <laughs> We're talking about like Trump's entire brand. It's not going to hurt them having to pay $1.6 million. But what is going to happen is it, it might make it more difficult for Trump uh, to secure you know loans and conduct businesses in real estate and just kind of taint the Trump brand and the Trump organization. And that's you know, it's 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 going to make uh, life difficult for securing more business in the future. You know, but meanwhile, the Clinton Foundation goes on unscathed, right? These people that that uh, launder money and you know kill people, they 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 people get suicided over trying to expose them. You know, they're they're untouched. These, these prosecutors in New York, they don't care about the rampant crime. They don't care that probably every single business in New York, major business, is, is doing the same thing. And they're specifically targeting Trump. You know, like, it's, it's, it's obvious to anyone paying attention. 
And also, meanwhile, <laughs> at the same time, cr- Congress was just found to have laundered millions, you know, maybe a billion dollars back to themselves in in the the Democrats' campaigns in the midterms. <laughs> but nobody's looking into that. And I mean, that's just uh, no big deal. Nobody cares. Crazy, man. Crazy, man. It's all about getting Trump. And, uh, oh, Rick Trent says you have to say allegedly. I thought I did. I meant to say allegedly because... You know, these things that these people are accusing uh, the the Trump Organization executives, I haven't seen any of the evidence. So I'm not going to say, you know, it could be doctored. It could be, well, let's just say I haven't seen any of it. So I am going to say allegedly, you know. Um, Basically, when you're going in front of a jury in Manhattan, New York, that's about the equivalent of going in front of a Washington, D.C. jury. And we know how that goes. We're 98% point nine 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 percent of those people vote democrat so it's completely biased you know these people hate trump so oh rick trent says about hillary i need to say allegedly thank you rick i meant to say allegedly allegedly the clintons have killed people that tried to expose their crimes their money laundering and their uh child trafficking Okay, which is also I'm also alleging, <laughs> you know, allegedly they they traffic children, uh, drink the blood of babies, perform satanic rituals, uh, sacrifice children to Moloch, you know, all that stuff. Allegedly. So let's hit refresh on Matt Taibbi's Twitter thread. I was hope I'm I was hoping that we would get something tonight while I was live, but you know. If not, I'm not going to wait here all night. I'll just read some comments here because we got nothing on Matt Taibbi's Twitter thread. But again, like I said, this is total and complete vindication here. I knew something was off. I knew something was off with Twitter files dump one. And now we know why. And I'm so freaking glad that this is coming out because got like... People call me a Debbie Downer. They call me a black pillar. They're like, why can't you ever just be happy? You know... But the thing is, man, these little tiny subtle nuances really just stick out to me. Okay, when I see this this big Twitter files dump exposing internal communications of the people inside of Twitter and exposing the DNC and the Biden campaign, pretty much all my mind can see is tweet number 22 where Matt Taibbi says, no government involvement. Because I knew that was a lie. All right? So now, now I feel completely vindicated. And now I can be totally and completely happy. I am I am thrilled right now. Because this just goes to show, um, not only did, I mean, I, 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 I wonder if, like I keep saying, I wonder if Elon Musk did this strategically and this is a trap. Because... What he just did was not only expose that they tried to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop, but he got them to expose the fact that they tried to cover up the cover up. Holy smokes, ladies and gentlemen. So the FBI had their insider at Twitter, but not anymore. Not anymore. And and 
Elon is rooting out the corruption one by frickin' one. Remember, I had a big problem with the... In, in the beginning, I was pissed at Elon for keeping Yoel Roth as the head of Twitter safety and, and, and integrity. I was mad about that. I was like, come on, what's up, Elon? You kept the, like, the main guy, the main corrupt bastard. He's like the, the, the main guy that was behind banning Donald Trump in the first place. And he's in charge of Twitter's content moderation still. So how are you going to tell me it's a free speech platform? But then, boom, that guy's gone. I was mad at Elon when he said he was uh, meet sitting down with the ADL and has done everything in his power to appease the activists, right? But then he reversed course, and he said, you, you, you can't please these people, and he started just doing what was right. So, man, I love that we have something to be cheerful about. I love that we have something to be enthusiastic about, man, because for once in this entire damn fight... We got some real freaking traction, some real movement, some real, real people being exposed here. And of course, you're always going to have those people, you know, that say Elon, he's he's a, you know, a wolf in sheep's clothing, blah 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 blah. And I get it, we're all paranoid, but damn, dude, you can't tell me. I mean, first of all, this guy has exposed the collusion between big tech and government. He's restored the account of Donald Trump, which I, I freaking hope the guy starts tweeting again. Um, you know, we're talking about a general amnesty for all the people that were banned. We're exposing the... Look, the dude exposed the fact that Twitter has allowed child pornography on their site for years. And somehow Elon steps in and he gets rid of it within like a month. And... He he's he's exposed that. He's also shined light on the FTX scandal. In fact, you know, we we were told um that Sam Bankman Fried donated like forty million dollars to Democrats in the midterms using the FTX Ukraine laundered money. But Elon took it upon himself to expose the fact that it's actually way, way higher than that. In fact, it's something to the tune of a billion dollars, and forty million is just what's been publicly reported. So, you, you you don't do these types of things if you're a bad if you're a bad guy. You just don't. These are not the the types of things that you do when you're um, working for the deep state, you know. And as they say, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. These guys, uh, I, I mean, Elon is now facing a federal investigation the biden administration won't touch tesla won't you know how big is oh come on i'm looking at the chat you guys are sick man you're all sick all right let me check the uh let's see let's see let me check the uh let, let me check matt taibbi's twitter real quick still nothing still nothing all right so I guess we're going to shut this down. I think that Matt Taibbi's probably going to post Twitter Files Part 2 very soon. And uh, we'll probably go live tomorrow and discuss that. All right? So, please do me a favor. Smash like and subscribe to this channel. And always, uh, you know, check out the description for our affiliate links. As you guys know from the earlier show, MyPillow.com is having a massive 
80% off Christmas sale. It's a big, massive sale. Okay, and Mike Lindell is an amazing patriot. And we're going to, uh, you know, so what, 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 what better gift can you give your loved ones than some freaking pillow slippers or some Giza sheets or, you know, the classic pillow? What, what better gift can you give your loved ones than a better night's sleep? And knowing that you're supporting American business as well as this channel where we try to expose the deep state every single freaking day. Why are people saying, look at Barry Weiss? Oh, wait, are we get- Oh, so maybe the, the Twitter files dump number two is coming through Barry Weiss. It appears that way. Cause I'm getting a lot of people in the chat telling me to look at Barry Weiss. All right, let's see. Let's see. I don't see anything. What am I what am I looking at here? She will be dropping the thread. Um I don't think it's going to be her. I don't think it's going to be her. Perhaps. Maybe maybe she will. Oh yes, you're right. You're right. So, Matt Taibbi in the last tweet, he said he said uh, the next installment of the Twitter files will appear at Barry Weiss. Stay tuned. Okay, so you're right. So we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye out. We'll have to keep an eye out on Barry Weiss's Twitter. All right. So supposedly it's going to happen later tonight. Rick Trent, I'm on it. I'm on it. Look, you know, if you don't like the My Pillow, that's fine. There's plenty of other products on mypillow.com and you know i i had some problems with the my pillow in the beginning um but i i sleep with it every night and i've gotten used to it it's just very different it's very different like when you when you get the pillow you're expecting uh you know something similar to the other pillows that you've had but there's some sort of you know the, the foam material on the inside at first it just feels like this crunchy stuff in there like uh just feels kind of weird but when you pop it in the dryer and it fluffs up it's a totally different thing and if you can actually manipulate it and conform it to your exact liking to support your neck in the way that you want it to it actually works perfectly elaine watkins says we love our my pillows there's it's not the my pillow you you just got to know how to use it you just got to know how to use it all right, so <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just keep refreshing Barry Weiss's Twitter. Still nothing. Let's go to the Gateway Pun and see if we got any cool stories. Uh, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. All right, I tried. I tried to stay on here. Oh, January 6th committee to make more more criminal referrals to DOJ Chairman Benny. Frickin' Thompson. Oh my god, these people just won't frickin' stop. So the January 6th committee will make more criminal referrals to the Justice Department Chairman Benny Thompson said on Tuesday. Benny Thompson said the committees has not made any specific decisions about any particular person. Additionally, the committee has not voted yet on who or what for, but that it is just a tactic they will... What the hell? This is the... 
this can't be grammatically correct. The gateway pundit, come on, get an editor here. Let me read that again. Additionally, the committee has not voted yet on who or what for, but that it is just a tactic that they will use. Oh, man. So CNN reported, the House Select Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol has decided to make criminal referrals to the Department of Justice. The panel's chairman, Rep. Benny Thompson, told reporters Tuesday. Thompson, a Mississippi Democrat, said the committee has not narrowed down the universe of individuals who may be referred. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like they're not going to uh, send referrals for Donald Trump? Yeah, we, we haven't... We, we just haven't pinned down who... We're going to try to uh, have the DOJ prosecute. Haven't made our minds up yet. Give me a break. Come on. Asked whether Thompson believed any witnesses perjured themselves, he said, that's part of the discussion. When the panel makes referrals, Thompson said it will be a separate document from the panel's final report that will be sent to DOJ. The committee is expected to meet later Tuesday. A source tells CNN the criminal referrals the Jan 6 committee will ultimately be making will be focused on the main organizers and leaders on the attacks. A subcommittee of members was tasked with providing options to the full com- committee about how to present evidence of possible obstruction, possible perjury, and possible witness tampering, as well as potential criminal referrals to the Department of Justice, according to multiple sources familiar with the committee's work. These people, man, they just won't ever, ever stop. I mean, we've already got a, a special prosecutor, again, investigating Donald Trump for uh, January 6th and Mar-a-Lago. They're also looking into Trump's Save America PAC. They're investigating that. We have Attorney General Letitia James investigating Trump for inflating assets and, uh, well, inflating his assets to get better loans and, you know, downplaying the value of his assets to evade paying taxes. Letitia James is, is, is still going after him for that. What else we got? Well, you know, well, the, the DOJ's uh, going after him with the Mar-a-Lago thing. I mean, it just, it just, it's, it never freaking ends. And this special prosecutor, I forget his name, but he's actually send, sending out subpoenas to the people in Arizona, Wisconsin, and I think Michigan, that were involved in uh, sending dueling slates of electors. Like, it's just, it's nonstop. They want the communications between them and Donald Trump regarding January 6th. They're, they're going to keep coming, nonstop. They are going to keep trying to take down not just Donald Trump, but all of his associates, all of the MAGA candidates, and eventually us. I mean, we're living in, li- I mean, this is every single... Like, like every every from Nazi Germany to the Bolsheviks, um, Stalin, every every single one of these, I don't know what to call it, dictatorships, fascist dictatorships, communist dictatorships, you name it, all of them had a secret police, you know, and and that's exactly what the FBI are, you know, it was it that the FBI are literal freaking Nazis, man, and. Uh, we're living in some dangerous, scary freaking times. Never seen anything like it. Never. Never thought I would see anything like it. And never thought I'd have to raise a child in this environment. It's 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 nuts, man. When I think about what's this what's this shit going to look like in 10 years? What's this going to look like in 15 years if we don't do something about it? 
you know, and and it, it, the only thing that gives me relief is, you know, knowing good wins versus evil in the end, and the fact that all of you guys are out there fighting this thing right, right there with me. That I'm not alone in this. I'm not the only one that sees what's happening. I'm not. I'm not the only one living through this dystopian freaking nightmare that they've created. And the fact that I know all you guys are out there, you know, is 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 what gives me when I start when I start thinking about it and dwelling on it. I think about all you guys out there, and it keeps me going, and it helps me pick my freaking head up. All right, so I love all you guys. I truly do. Now, please, um, now that I've inflated, now that I've inflated your ego, <laughs> please do me a favor, smash that rumble button, subscribe if you haven't already. Anyways. Stay on top of Barry Weiss's Twitter. Thanks for watching, and I will see you next time.